Hello, friends, and welcome to day number 27 of Bible in a Year with Pastor Steve. We are trucking right along through the book of Leviticus, and today we're going to be reading from Leviticus chapter 13 and 14. You should also read Psalm 27 and Proverb 27. Now, if you were like me and I was like, great, there's only two chapters for today. Well, I just want to give you a heads up. They are lengthy chapters. It's all about the nitty gritty of how to diagnose and treat people with leprosy. So just buckle up. It's a lengthy listen or read, but we'll tie it all together with how it affects uh, Jesus and his ministry amongst the lepers. Without further ado, friends, let us jump right into the readings today. Leviticus chapter 13. Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, when a man shall have a swelling in his body skin or a scab or a bright spot, and it becomes in the skin of his body the plague of leprosy, then he shall be brought to Aaron the priest or to one of his sons, the priests. The priest shall examine the plague and the skin of the body. If the hair in the plague has turned white and the appearance of the plague is deeper than the body's skin, it is the plague of leprosy. So the priest shall examine him and pronounce him unclean. If the bright spot is white in the skin of his body and its appearance isn't deeper than the skin, and its hair hasn't turned white, then the priest shall isolate the infected person for seven days. The priest shall examine him on the seventh day. Behold, if in his eyes the plague is arrested and the plague hasn't spread in the skin, then the priest shall isolate him for seven more days. The priest shall examine him again on the seventh day. Behold, if the plague has faded and the plague hasn't spread in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is a scab. He shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scab spreads on the skin after he has shown himself to the priest for his cleansing, he shall show himself to the priest again. The priest shall examine him, and behold, if the scab has spread on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is leprosy. When the plague of leprosy is in a man, then he shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall examine him. Behold, if there is a white swelling in the skin, and it has turned the hair white, and there is raw flesh in the swelling. It is a chronic leprosy in the skin of his body, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. He shall not isolate him, for he is already unclean. If the leprosy breaks out all over the skin, and the leprosy covers all the skin of the infected person, from his head even to his feet, as far as it appears to the priest, then the priest shall examine him. Behold, if the leprosy has covered all his flesh, he shall pronounce him clean of the plague. It has all turned white. He is clean. But whenever raw flesh appears in him, he shall be unclean. The priest shall examine the raw flesh and pronounce him unclean. The raw flesh is unclean. It is leprosy. Or if the raw flesh turns again and it is changed to white, then he shall come to the priest. The priest shall examine him. Behold, if the plague has turned white, then the priest shall pronounce him clean of the plague. He is clean. When the body has a boil on its skin and it is healed, and in the place of the boil there is still swelling or a bright spot, reddish-white, then it shall be shown to the priest. The priest shall examine it. Behold, if its appearance is deeper than the skin and its hair has turned white, 
when the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of leprosy. It has broken out in the boil. But if the priest examines it, and behold, there are no white hairs in it, and it isn't deeper than the skin, but is dim, then the priest shall isolate him seven days. If it spreads in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague. But if the bright spot stays in its place and hasn't spread, it is the scar from the boil, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. Or, when the body has a burn from fire on its skin, and the raw flesh of the burn becomes a bright spot, reddish-white or white, then the priest shall examine it, and behold, there a bright spot has turned white, and its appearance is darker than the skin. It is leprosy. It is broken out in the burning, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of leprosy. But if the priest examines it, and behold, there is no white hair in the bright spot, and it isn't deeper than the skin, but has faded, then the priest shall isolate him seven days. The priest shall examine him on the seventh day. If it is spread in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of leprosy. If the bright spot stays in its place and hasn't spread in the skin, but is faded, it is the swelling from the burn. And the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is the scar from the burn. When a man or woman has a plague on the head or on the beard, then the priest shall examine the plague, and behold, if its appearance is deeper than the skin, and the hair in it is yellow and thin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is an itch. It is leprosy of the head or of the beard. If the priest examines the plague of itching, and behold, its appearance isn't deeper than the skin, and there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall isolate the person infected with itching seven days. On the seventh day, the priest shall examine the plague, and behold, if the itch hasn't spread, and there is no yellow hair in it, and the appearance of the itch isn't deeper than the skin, then he shall be shaved, but he shall not shave the itch. Then the priest shall isolate the one who has the itch seven more days. On the seventh day, the priest shall examine the itch, and behold, if the itch hasn't spread in the skin, and its appearance isn't deeper than the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. He shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the itch spreads in the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall examine him. And behold, if the itch has spread in the skin, the priest shall not look for the yellow hair. He is unclean. But if in his eyes the itch is arrested and black hair has grown in it, then the itch is healed. He is clean. The priest shall pronounce him clean. When a man or woman has bright spots in the skin of the body, even white bright spots, then the priest shall examine them. Behold, if the bright spots on the skin of the body are dull white, it is a harmless rash. It has broken out in the skin. He is clean. If a man's hair has fallen from his head, he is bald. He is clean. If his hair has fallen off from the front part of his head, his forehead is bald. He is clean. But if a reddish-white plague is in the bald head or the bald forehead, it is leprosy breaking out in his head or his bald forehead. Then the priest shall examine him. Behold, if the swelling of the plague is reddish-white in his bald head or in the bald forehead, like the appearance of leprosy in the skin of the body, he is a leprous man. He is unclean. The priest shall surely pronounce him unclean. His plague is on his head. The leper, in whom the plague is, shall wear torn clothes, and the hair of his head shall hang loose. He shall cover his upper lip, and shall cry, Unclean! Unclean! 
all the days in which the plague is in him, he shall be unclean. He is unclean. He shall dwell alone. His dwelling shall be outside of the camp. The garment also that the plague of leprosy is in, whether it is a woolen garment or a linen garment, whether it is in warp or woof, or linen or of wool, whether in a leather or in anything made of leather, if the plague is greenish or reddish in the garment, or of the leather, or in the warp, or in the woof, or in anything made of leather, it is the plague of leprosy, and shall be shown to the priest. The priest shall examine the plague, and isolate the plague seven days. He shall examine the plague on the seventh day. If the plague is spread in the garment, either in warp, or in the woof, or in skin, whatever use the skin is used for, the plague is a destructive mildew. It is unclean. He shall burn the garment whether the warp or the woof, or in wool or in linen, or anything of leather, in which the plague is, for it is a destructive mildew, it shall be burned in the fire. If the priest examines it, and behold, the plague hasn't spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof, or in anything of the skin, then the priest shall command they wash the thing that the plague is in, and he shall isolate it seven more days. Then the priest shall examine it, after the plague is washed, and behold, if the plague hasn't changed its color, and the plague hasn't spread, it is unclean. You shall burn it in the fire. It is a mildew spot, whether the bareness is inside or outside. If the priest looks, and behold, the plague has faded after it is washed, then he shall tear it out of the garment, or out of the skin, or out of the warp, or out of the woof. And if it appears again in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof or in anything of skin, it is spreading. You shall burn what the plague is in with fire. The garment, either the warp or the woof or whatever thing of skin it is, which you shall wash, if the plague has departed from them, then it shall be washed the second time, and it will be clean. This is the law of the plague of mildew in a garment of wool or linen, either in the warp or the woof or in anything of skin, to pronounce it clean, or to pronounce it unclean. Leviticus chapter 14. This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall go out of the camp. The priest shall examine him. Behold, if the plague of leprosy is healed in the leper, then the priest shall command them to take for him who is to be cleansed, two living clean birds, cedar wood, scarlet, and hyssop. The priest shall command them to kill one of the birds in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it, the cedar wood, the scarlet, and the hyssop, and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. He shall sprinkle on him who is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times, and shall pronounce him clean, and shall let the living bird go into the open field. He who is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes, and shave off all of his hair, and bathe himself in water, and shall be clean. After that he shall come into the camp, but shall dwell outside his tent seven days. It shall be on the seventh day that he shall shave all of his hair off of his head, and his beard, and his eyebrows. He shall shave off all of his hair, he shall wash his clothes, and shall bathe his body in the water. Then he shall be clean. On the eighth day he shall take two male lambs without defect, 
one ewe lamb of a year old without defect, three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for meal offering, mixed with oil, and one log of oil. The priest who cleanses him shall set the man who is to be cleansed, and those things before Yahweh at the door of the tent of meeting. The priest shall take one of the male lambs and offer him for a trespass offering with the log of oil, and wave them for a wave offering before Yahweh. He shall kill the male lamb in the place where they kill the sin offering and the burnt offering, in the place of the sanctuary. For as a sin offering is the priest, so is the trespass offering. It is most holy. The priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. The priest shall take some of the log of oil and pour it on the palm of his own left hand. The priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand, and shall sprinkle some of the oil with his finger seven times before Yahweh. The priest shall put some of the rest of the oil that is in his hand on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, upon the blood of the trespass offering. The rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed, and the priest shall make atonement for him before Yahweh. The priest shall offer the sin offering and make atonement for him who is to be cleansed because of his uncleanness. Afterward he shall kill the burnt offering. Then the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the meal offering on the altar. The priest shall make atonement for him, and he shall be clean. If he is poor and can't afford so much, then he shall take one male lamb for a trespass offering to be waved to make atonement for him, and one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, and a log of oil, and two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, such as he is able to afford, and the one shall be a sin offering, and the other a burnt offering. On the eighth day he shall bring them for his cleansing to the priest, to the door of the tent of meeting before Yahweh. The priest shall take the lamb of the trespass offering and the log of oil, and the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before Yahweh. He shall kill the lamb of the trespass offering. The priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering and put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. The priest shall pour some of the oil into the palm of his own left hand, and the priest shall sprinkle with his finger some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before Yahweh. Then the priest shall put some of the oil that is in the hand on the tip of the right ear of the man who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot, on the place of the blood of the trespass offering. The rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed, to make atonement for him before Yahweh. He shall offer one of his turtle doves, or of the young pigeon, whichever he is able to afford. Of the kind he is able to afford, the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering, with the meal offering. The priest shall make atonement for him who is to be cleansed before Yahweh. This is the law for him in whom the plague of leprosy, who is not able to afford the sacrifice for his cleansing. Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When you have come into the land of Canaan, which I gave to you for possession, and I put a spreading mildew in the house in the land of your possession, then he who owns the house shall come and tell the priest, saying, 
there seems to me to be some sort of plague in the house. The priest shall command that they empty the house before the priest goes in to examine the plague, that all that is in the house not be made unclean. Afterward, the priest shall go in and inspect the house. He shall examine the plague, and behold, if the plague is in the walls of the house with hollow streaks, greenish or reddish, and it appears to be deeper than the wall, then the priest shall go out of the house to the door of the house and shut up the house seven days. The priest shall come again on the seventh day and look. If the plague is spread in the walls of the house, then the priest shall command that they take out the stones in which is the plague and cast them into the unclean place outside of the city. He shall cause the inside of the house to be scraped all over. They shall pour out the mortar that they scraped off outside of the city into the unclean place. They shall take other stones and put them in the place of these stones, and he shall take other mortar and shall plaster the house. If the plague comes again and breaks out in the house after he has taken out the stones and after he has scraped the house and after it is plastered, then the priest shall come in and look. And behold, if the plague has spread in the house, it is a destructive mildew in the house. It is unclean. He shall break down the house, its stones and its timber, and all the house's mortar. He shall carry them out of the city into the unclean place. Moreover, he who goes into the house while it is shut up shall be unclean until the evening. He who lies down in the house shall wash his clothes, and he who eats in the house shall wash his clothes. If the priest shall come in and examine, and behold, the plague hasn't spread in the house, after the house was plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean, because the plague is healed. To cleanse the house he shall take two birds, cedarwood, scarlet, and hyssop. He shall kill one of the birds in an earthen vessel over running water. He shall take the cedar wood, the hyssop, and the scarlet, and the living bird, and dip them in the blood of the slain bird and in the running water, and sprinkle the house seven times. He shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird and with the running water, with the living bird, with the cedar wood, with the hyssop, and with the scarlet. But he shall let the living bird go out of the city into the open field, so shall he make atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This is the law for any plague of leprosy, and for an itch, and for the destructive mildew of a garment, and for a house, and for a swelling, and for a scab, and for a bright spot, to teach when it is unclean, and when it is clean. This is the law of leprosy. Gracious God, thank you for the gift of this time together. We pray that you would send forth your Holy Spirit to illuminate your words so that we might gain understanding and apply the truths to our lives for right living and for glorifying you, our holy and precious God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, friends, these were two very lengthy chapters on a very specific thing, and this is leprosy. Now, as you can tell, the people with leprosy were treated very seriously by the priests who were kind of like the dermatologists of their day. They would look at these different scabby looking things or discolorations in the skin and determine if it was just a rash or if it was something more serious like the condition they called leprosy. Now, leprosy then was a pretty contagious thing. And because of the different um, 
fluids and things exuding out of these sores and rashes, uh, they could make the people unclean if they came in contact with it. That's why you saw that there was the command to say, if you have leprosy, you need to cover your lip and say, unclean, unclean, whenever you come around someone so that they do not get leprosy, so that they do not become unclean. Because when you're unclean, as you saw, you were displaced from the community. You were no longer allowed in the tent of meeting. You were no longer around other people living in the tents with your family. You were pushed out into the periphery. And a lot of times these people gathered together and formed their own little unclean community, if you will, living out in caves and other situations like that. Now we saw in Jesus's ministry, if you're reading through the New Testament, the Gospels, that he came into contact with lepers from time to time. And people were concerned because they did not want to be unclean. But Jesus, what did he do? He came right alongside of them and pronounced them clean. Go do this and you will be clean. Go show yourself to the priest so that you might be reinstituted back into the community. That's what Jesus is all about is reconciliation, making you and I clean so that we might be in right relationship with him, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. There would be other cases as well, like the woman with blood who touched the hem of Jesus's garment and was made well, who was made whole, which allowed her to go back into community with her family, her friends. How awesome is that? Jesus cannot be made unclean by coming into contact with things that are unclean. Jesus is the one who makes all things, all people clean and in right standing. So friends, I hope that you lean into this truth today and realize that no matter where you are in life, no, other, no matter what situation you find yourself or whatever medical condition you might have, that Jesus sees you as a whole person. And Jesus wants you to be in a whole relationship with himself as well as the community at large, which is the church. Because God is inherently relational and God is community with God's self, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Trinity, God wants us to be in pure and perfect relationship with him. And this is only possible through the gift of his son, Jesus Christ, and what he was able to do on the cross for the forgiveness of sins and for the defeating of the giants of sin and death so that we might be free and reconciled. For true life. Hope that you have a very blessed day and look forward to seeing you back tomorrow. Please go ahead and invite a friend because we would love to share the good news with others as we continue along this journey. I hope that you have a very blessed day. See you tomorrow.